My name is Hasley, and you're listening to Moon Talks. This episode of Moon Talks is sponsored by Zenny Optical. If you haven't heard about Zenny, I'm about to put you on. Not only is it the easiest way to get your prescription in your glasses right now. Now, if you're anything like me and you love to change your glasses all the time, you're definitely going to appreciate the fact that they're super affordable. And even with them being so affordable, they were still able to give me a $5 off coupon for my listeners. I'm going to put the link in the podcast description bar, or you can go on to the Moon Talks Instagram page, which is underscore Moon Talks underscore, and the link will be in the bio there. Now, because you're using my code, I obviously want to see you rocking your new glasses. So make sure you tag my Instagram page. That way I can post you onto my story. And remember, Moon Talk sent you. What's up, guys? And welcome to another episode of Moon Talks. I hope you guys are having an amazing day and are going to have an amazing week. I'm sending you guys all positive vibes for the beginning of the week. Because, you know, I don't know about you guys, but my allergies are booming. So if I sound a little nasally, I apologize. You know, I'm taking my Allegra, but... It's just not working as fast as I need it to, you know? And this is around the time where I like, I want to be outside because it starts to get nice out. Like this whole week's going to be like 70 degrees. But then it's like I'm outside and I can't breathe. I can't see. My eyes are all watery. It's very, very ghetto in the springtime for me. But I digress. It's nice out. I hope you guys don't have as bad of allergies as I do and you guys enjoy genuinely the outdoors because tis the season. And yeah, so we are finally recording, I think probably one of my most asked about episodes, which is all about solo travel. I don't think you guys understand the big grin that I have on my face. I am so excited to leave Massachusetts. Not saying that there's anything wrong with masks. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it, into that into another episode, but I just need new air. I need to be away. Mind you, I've done my little getaways. Um, if you follow my Instagram and the Moon Talks Instagram, you've known that I've gone away two times already this year, but this solo trip is about to be amazing. Amazing. And I had you guys ask me questions on Instagram, so I'm about to answer them, give you guys some background, some tips. Um, and yeah, so let's get into it. So I'm not boring your ear off for like two hours. So my first question that I got asked was, how did you start your solo travel journey? So I actually started traveling by myself by accident. So this is how it started. Um, a couple of years back, I had, my job was doing a conference and I had went to a conference cause I was getting an award there and it was in New Hampshire, it was in the White Mountains actually, which is really, really nice. I recommend for anyone who's local, um, or it's like a four hour drive for you. Anyone who's in like the New England area, definitely I definitely recommend going up there, especially if you're 
super into hiking like I am, so the views are so pretty. But I had gone up there for the conference, like I was saying, and a friend of mine was going to meet me up there because the conference was three days. And so now the original plan was that I would go to a conference for three days, you know, do what I need to do. She's going to meet me up there for an additional three days. And we were just going to have like a little weekend away. It was just one of those things where it's like, I'm already up there. She has a car. She can drive up there. So we'll just spend time in the outdoors for three days. You know, nothing crazy. Something had come up with her that she couldn't come. And I just decided to say, fuck it. I'm going to stay. I'm going to enjoy myself. You know, it was one of those things where I just needed to be away. Not saying that it was just one of those things where I just need like a weekend off. You know, people who know me personally, even through like my podcast, you guys know that I am always on the go, always moving, always going quick, quick, quick. So having those three days to just kind of be relaxed whether she was there or not I was gonna take it I was gonna take that time because I knew the minute I went home it was just gonna be going back into that routine of go 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 which I didn't want to do so I stayed up there I stayed in New Hampshire and it was really really nice um I had already been one of those people that you know, went to movies by myself, went out to eat by myself. So in that aspect, I was like, okay, I'm cool. But, you know, I'm not going to lie. It was a little scary going hiking by myself and me noticing I had no cell phone reception. So yeah, that was a thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, with all the SVU I watch, I'm like, what if someone just kidnaps me right here in the woods? Like no one would know. No one would fucking know. That's just me, you know, being inside my head, though. But we'll talk about, like, safety and all that stuff further along into the podcast. But that's how I started my solo journey. That three-day weekend trip, just being by myself, literally gave me a boost of confidence to a point where now I encourage people. All my friends know, I talk about all the time, like, they absolutely need to take a solo trip. I recommend everyone to take one, whether you're in a relationship or not. Just take one. Just to be by yourself and learn to have fun with yourself. This kind of turns, this kind of, you know, loops in with our year goal of, you know, self-love. We know that's the theme this year. And just loving being with yourself. I feel like a lot of people don't choose to travel because they're waiting for someone else. If you're waiting your entire life to travel, then like with a travel buddy, then you may never get to see the world. And I noticed that about myself, you know, there's a lot of opportunities I turned down because I was like, no, I don't want to go by myself. I want to go with someone. I want to go with someone. And me going on that trip, just seeing like how much fun I had just by myself, I was like, you know what? I am never going to limit myself to leaving again. Like, obviously, there's fun places I wouldn't go by myself. Like, it's funner. It's more fun. (laughs) It's more fun with a group, obviously. But 
I'm not going to limit myself to not seeing certain places in the world or getting away just because I'm waiting for someone to go with me. So that's how I started my solo travel journey. Now, I must say this. The one thing I haven't done yet is traveled overseas or outside of the United States yet. I'm planning on doing that this year, hopefully in August or September. But, you know, that'll be another thing, another process. I'm sure it's different. I've never done it. It's definitely something that I'm still researching because, you know, there's a lot going on in the world right now, um, especially with, like, corona and being able to go to certain places like access and stuff like that so I'm still in the research phase of that that's actually a solo trip that is gonna take more research than I usually do on my solo trips but I'll give you guys a list of the steps that I take on how I plan my trips and things of that sort so my next question is where and how do you start And I love this because I had hinted on my Instagram, the Moon Talks Instagram, that that I would reveal to you guys where I'm going for my solo trip this year. So as we know, 2020, coronavirus kind of made it so that it was hard for people to travel, especially someone who has the wonderless bug, which is me. Very, very hard. You kind of feel like trapped in your own space. So once I heard, baby, that we were opening back up, I was like, let me look at some flights. So this is how I plan my solo trips. And the trip that I'm planning now for my big solo trip, which is going to take place in June, I'm actually going to Hawaii. No, I'm not going to Honolulu. I am going to the island of Kona, which I'm super excited. It's also known as the Big Island. And... It's just so exciting. Like, Hawaii is somewhere I've always wanted to go, so I am beyond happy to be able to have the opportunity, the funds to go and just sit on the beach, relax, and I have a whole itinerary of things, which I will tell you guys how I went about planning it. It took me about three hours to plan this entire trip. So let me take you guys through my process. The first thing you want to do is pick a date. When do you want to go? So most of the time I tell people to pick a date between one or two months away from when you start planning just so that you give yourself time to book things. Because when you're traveling by yourself, I think a misconception is that you're supposed to stay in the Airbnb slash resort or wherever you're going. And I absolutely don't do that. So step number one is to pick a day one to two months from when you're planning. Step number two is to pick three places that you want to go to. So when I am planning, so when I was planning this Hawaii trip, I was like, okay, I want to go to Hawaii or I could go to California or I could go to Colorado. I've never been to Colorado. I've kind of wanted to go to Colorado more for, um, like a yoga retreat. I was looking to see if they had any around the time that I wanted to go. And the one I was kind of interested in was not saying it wasn't good, but I kind of just wasn't really feeling the description. I kind of felt it was kind of like, nah, 
It was just bleh, you know? And I was like, maybe I want to go to the beach. So I picked three places. And then I started looking at flights. So because I'm from Boston, I know that going to Hawaii, going to Colorado, going to Cali, like those flights are places that are expensive because they're far away from me being on the East Coast, going all the way to the West Coast. If you are someone who is on the West Coast already, it would be the same thing if you're coming to like Boston or something. But I know that from before, whenever I had looked at plane tickets to Hawaii, they have always been over $1,000. I kid you not, every single time. And it discourages you, especially if you're trying to plan, if you're trying to plan a trip on a budget. It discourages you 110%. Because you're like, damn, I'm already spending $1,000 on a plane ticket. Like, who wants to do that? You know? So, there's that. Another thing, like a little sidebar, is not to just look on the airlines, if that makes sense. Like, check Expedia, check cheapflights.com, you know, check Hopper. Hopper. I think that's the name of it. But Hopper also, you know, goes around and they check for cheap flights for you so you don't have to take, you know, an expensive flight if you're going on JetBlue, you don't have to directly go on JetBlue's website and pay all that money. You know what I'm saying? So definitely look around because a lot of people tell me like, has, I can't travel because this is just, it's a lot. And it's really not, it's not hard to plan a trip. Trust me. So after I find my flight, so after I look at my flight, right, there's two different things that you can do. You can either start looking at Airbnbs or you can start looking at things to do. I am not one of those people that will just sit in my Airbnb, resort, whatever I am, to just sit and read my entire vacation. I need to be doing something. There's absolutely no way that I'm going to be going to, let's say, Hawaii, because that's where I'm going. There's no way I'm going to Hawaii and I'm bringing four books and I'm just going to sit in my Airbnb and read books. People need to stop being afraid of going outside. I think that's my biggest tip is to stop being afraid to go outside because you're on vacation. Yes, it's relaxing to, you know, read your books. I always end up bringing like a book or two. I bring my yoga mat so I can do yoga in the morning, but I am not. I refuse to go on a vacation and sit and look at everyone having fun and I'm sitting here reading a damn book. I refuse. I can't. I can't. That's, that just makes me so sad. Such a waste of money. I don't know what y'all be thinking I'd be doing on my trips, but it's not that. So for my Hawaii trip, I kind of did it in two parts. So I looked at the Airbnbs and then I started planning like what I wanted to do. So I'm going for a week. So I literally wrote down every single day of the week because I have OCD. But also, when you are traveling by yourself, you need to know what you're doing. Not saying that you need a very strict, strict schedule, but you know how I had said, like, when I travel, if you listen to um, the podcast with my wife, Rihanna, if you guys listen to that podcast, we talk about how we went to New York and it was kind of like... We're going with the flow, but we had a general idea of what we were doing. 
when I travel by myself, I don't do that because I don't have other people to, you know, be like, oh, well, are you in the mood for this? Are you in the mood for that? Like, it's literally just me. And because it's just me and I don't want to be bored or feel like I'm missing out on my experience, I'm going to plan every single day, 110%. It's one of those times where I'm actually extremely organized is when I'm traveling by myself. So I'll give you an example. So I go in this certain day in June and it's on a Saturday and I literally write chill day, settle in, pick a food near airport, um, taxi slash Uber to Airbnb. So I'm getting an Airbnb. I'm not staying at a resort just because, like I said, we're balling on a budget here. Definitely not trying to extend myself too much while still enjoying myself. So there's that. The second day I'm there, I have them picking up a moped, which I'm going to be using for a week, which is exciting. And I have like the name of the company, the phone number, the email, and then I have Explore Island. And I wrote down like four different places that are all near each other and near my Airbnb for me to explore. So that's just to give you guys an idea of like the list that I have here. And I have that for every single day. You know, like there's a day when I'm going on a tour for the day. And then there's another day where I'm going to a luau. There's another day when I'm going to um, the botanical garden. So I'm always doing something, you know, dolphin snorkeling. Like there's tons of stuff to do. You just need to make sure that you do research on different stuff that you want to do. Because there's also certain stuff that you can't do if you're going by yourself. Like I wanted to go surfing, but you can only reserve like a spot to go surfing if you have two people. I also want to go night swimming with stingrays, but that's another thing that you can only book with two people. So it does limit you in a way to travel by yourself, but not necessarily saying that there aren't more fun things to do. Because there is. You know, I wanted to go snorkeling with stingrays, but I couldn't because I'm not going with anyone else. But then I found a dinner cruise that I'm going to take. So, you know, there's some benefits There's some losses, there's some benefits, but that's with everything in life, obviously. I'll tell you another thing that I ran into was that this island is the bigger island in the Hawaiian islands, so I was planning on seeing one thing. It's It's like a saltwater pool that they have down there, and... I didn't realize how big the island was. So I'm looking at my Airbnb, which is on one side of the island. And I see that the salt water pool is on the other side. And I'm thinking, okay, like if I'm on my moped, um, it won't take that long. Maybe like 40 minutes. You know, that's whatever. Just to realize that by car to get to the other side of the island, it's three hours. So that brings me to my next step. My next step is to make sure that Everything that you want to do is near your Airbnb slash resort or family, friends, wherever you're staying or a hostel. There's also hostels, but we'll get into that more when I do international traveling because I personally have never stayed in one. If someone has hit my DMs, I want to hear about your experience. Sidebar. But yes, definitely 
check to see how far everything is from where you're staying because had I have not looked, I would have reserved myself to go somewhere, planned a whole day, and then once I realized how far it was down there, I would have been like, well, shit, now I don't know what I'm doing because now I planned for a day, but I didn't realize how far away it was. So that's also something that you need to take into consideration, especially if you're not trying to rent a car. So the reason why I'm not renting a car down in Hawaii is because one, cars are expensive down there. Like to rent one, right now they're going for 130 a day. My Airbnb isn't even that expensive, so there's no way I'm spending that money on a car. That's like my basic reason for justifying it, as well as like me having the moped for an entire week is as much as it is for two days in a car. So, and also like the way that I plan my trip with my moped, I can pretty much get to 90% of the places I want to go anyways. Like the only place I could really not go to would be that saltwater pool I'm telling you guys about, but I feel like I'll, I'll be okay without it. But also the tour that I'm taking that takes me all around the island stops nearby it. So... I mean, I'll see it from afar, but that's fine. You know, it's cool. You take some, you win some, you lose some. So there's that. But like I said, you definitely want to, one, have an Airbnb all of, like near the activities that you're doing. Two, you want to definitely make sure that you have some means of transportation if you need one. And Three, you definitely want to make sure that everything that you're doing is around each other. Because the worst thing is to have to travel so far away for something, especially being in a foreign place that you're not used to. Because I can't even imagine me on my small little moped riding on it for three hours going across the island. Like, I know people would look at me like, what, this girl... It's crazy. Like, she clearly does not know what she's doing. And that's something that I don't want. Not saying I care about what people say, but when I travel, I travel with confidence. Because at the end of the day, we're I'm traveling. I'm a woman. You know, and I'm sure this comes with men too. But especially because of I'm a female, you know, I want to make sure that One, people know that, listen, I know what I'm doing. I may not know what I'm doing, but I'm going to look like I know what I'm doing. And I'm going to walk around with confidence because people feed off that energy. If you don't know what you're doing, that's probably one of the most dangerous things is to walk around all confused because that's how people take advantage of certain things. Just saying, but also I watch a lot of crime TV, so that really could just be the crime TV and me talking, but I really, really want to stress the importance of walking around with confidence. You know, I'll get lost in downtown Boston, you know, but I'm going to walk around like I know where the hell I'm going. I probably don't, but I'm going to walk around like I do because you're not about to catch me slipping. So that's how I start. That's kind of like 
the main stages of what I'm doing, you also want to double check like the dates, like certain days I wanted to do this. You just want to make sure that you're adaptable because, you know, I wanted to take the broke cruise on like a Wednesday, but they only have like Thursday available. So you want to make sure that you're still flexible and as well, like as soon as you solidify where you're going, you know, definitely book your Airbnb and definitely book the excursions that you want to take because those things book up quickly, especially with the world opening up, you know, right now we don't have to wear masks outside or if you're fully vaccinated, that whole situation. So people are going to want to start traveling. So if you lock down where you want to go, go for it. Don't hesitate because once you start hesitating, you miss out on certain things because, you know, I go back just to double check and a lot of the dates are already like booking up. So, you know, like I said, when you pick a place, start planning. Like you really need to be organized when you're traveling by yourself. All right. So one of the next questions is how do you plan for food? I'm going to say this in the simplest way possible. I am not, and I repeat, I am not going to travel somewhere and eat the same shit I can eat at my house. I'm talking about the people who order chicken tenders and french fries everywhere. I do it too, don't get me wrong, but I'm one of those people that I like to experience the cultures of certain places. So like, I know when I go into Hawaii that they have a lot of poke bowls and they have fresh seafood because they're on the they're on an island obviously they also have like pork is a big thing down there mind you i don't eat po- a lot of pork um personally but i'm not saying like i won't try it down there of course i will um as far as internationally I'm definitely going to say you need to double check if you can drink the water. I know people who've gone to Mexico who have come back with um, tapeworms. So you just need to make sure that you're doing research on if the water is drinkable down there. If you need to bring like Pedialyte just to hydrate your body. But yeah, I'm one of those people like if I'm going on vacation, I'm not eating the same shit I can't eat down the street from my house. So... That's kind of that. I'm also very big into eating locally. So where I'm staying in Kona has a lot of like food trucks and I'm super excited to eat over there because most of the time they're family owned and there's nothing like a family, like a home cooked meal away from home, if that makes sense. I also like to support, you know, like mom and pop shops, local businesses and stuff like that. I do that even here now in Boston. So I'm definitely going to do it down there. Food is definitely one of those, one of those things that I kind of go with the flow with, especially because I'll have transportation. Like I can always explore and act like locals, you know, what's a good place to eat around here and stuff like that. But I'm definitely big on experiencing the foods at the places that you go to. So when I went to New Hampshire, you know, I went to... Loom Mountain, and they're very big on beer. So I went beer tasting. I mean, I could always go beer tasting in Boston, but it's just one of those things where it's native to that town. So I decided to do it. And, you know, some of it was disgusting. And I'm not going to lie, some of that shit was nasty. But 
I also had some that I really did enjoy and I ended up, you know, buying some for me and my dad. It's just one of those things where I definitely encourage you guys to eat food locally and eat the food of the culture. Like you're going to a place that's a different culture, like just immense yourself into it just so that you really get the experience of what it's like to be over there, which is like one of the main reasons why I knew that me going to Hawaii, like I wanted to go to a luau because I know it's something that's so important to the Hawaiian culture and I want to experience that. You know, one, I've never been to the island, but also I want to immense myself. Like I want to know why it's so important. Like what's the history behind it? You know, curiosity killed the cat and I'm the damn cat. I want to know why. So that's my take on the food part. My next question is, I'm poor. (laughs) How does this work? Okay, so I actually got this question twice. Someone told me like, you're going to Hawaii. That means you got money. And it's not, not at all. I was definitely one of those people that was like, you know what? Um, I personally, so I personally... Um, when I get paid, I have two accounts that I get paid to. I have my main account, which is where I pay like all my bills off of and, you know, put gas in my car, um, grocery shopping, all that stuff. And then I have another account that I put a certain amount in every single time I get paid and I don't touch that account. You know, that, that account goes to certain goals I want to have as well as my travel fund. And I say that that account is my travel fund because that's just money I'm putting away so that I know that I'm good. So if I ever want to travel, money isn't something that's holding me back. Now, if you're one of those people that has bills, like I'm talking about rent. I'm fortunate enough to not have rent right now, but I'm just saying if you have rent, you have a mortgage, you know, you're paying for school out of pocket, whatever you're paying for, don't jeopardize your future for a week. And you're probably like, well, that's contradicting. And it's not. You know, I took my time to start traveling because I need to put myself in a good spot financially in order for me to save money in order to travel. But if you're going to travel for a week, even a weekend, right? Let's say you're going away Friday to Sunday. And when you come back on Sunday, you are stressed, wondering how you're going to pay your bills that are due on Monday. Maybe it's not the best time for you to travel. And I'm not saying traveling needs to be expensive because I put myself on a budget with every trip that I take because I'm not about to be spending all free nilly and come back stressed like, damn, I don't have money to pay my bills. Like I had a fun trip, but now I'm going to be all stressed like No, I want to come back from my trip stress-free the same way I was there stress-free. So I definitely suggest like if you're trying to travel that you save a little bit of money aside. It could be $100 every paycheck. It could be $100 every, you know, two weeks or so. If you have a side hustle, if you take that side hustle money, put it to the side to travel, then do that. But I can't stress it enough. Do not put yourself in a financial hardship just to enjoy a vacation. Because at the end of the day, a vacation is a time to get away, yes. But when you come back, like that reality is still there. 
you can't run away from it. That's just my, you know, my sister talk. That's me keeping it 100 with you guys. Like, yes, I want you all to experience traveling, but not if it's going to put you out on the street. Like, you're going to end up being homeless from missing your rent. That's crazy. But as far as how do I budget everything, um, I have a certain limit that I want to spend, which is why I research the hell out of my flight. Because most of the time when I set a budget, the flight's the most expensive thing. Research the hell out of my flight. Most of the time I get a steal. Um, I research Airbnbs because I personally, yes, I'm traveling, but I'm also still being cost effective. So I'm looking at Airbnbs. If you have like, you know, a Costco card, BJ's card, sometimes they have rebates. If you use certain cards, like you'll get to go on like cruises for a certain amount of money. I've never done it, but I know friends of mine who have done it. Look into that. Um, use your resources. You know, if you have AAA, there's certain discounts that you get on certain vacations. Use your resources. There's so many people who pay for stuff and they don't use it to the full extent. If you have a credit card that gives you fly miles, then use that card to put gas on it and then pay it right off with your debit card because that way you're killing two birds with one stone. One, you're getting gas. And two, you're getting miles. So when you do want to travel, it ends up essentially paying itself. And then you're still, bu- you're still building credit, you know, all that blah, blah, blah. So that's how I pretty much save up for it. You know, I have my savings account that I have for traveling. So I have my travel fund and... I'm consistent with putting money in there and I know my limit. If my Hawaii trip would have hit a certain limit, then I wouldn't be going to Hawaii. I'd be looking at something else. You also need to make sure that you stand your ground. You know, I planned my entire trip around a certain budget and I know that if I go over that budget, not saying that it'll be a big, big issue, but I'd prefer not to because... I'm also still not trying to spend an arm and a leg. You know, we're traveling on a budget here. So there's that. I hope I answered that question the best way I know how. You know, I'm fortunate enough to not have rent. So I know for the people who are paying rent, they're going to be like, well, bitch, you're able to save money like, duh, but I can't. But you can, you know, do certain steps to save money. That way you are able to do what you want to do. I give more tips in my, you know, debt-free podcast. If you haven't listened to it, make sure you check it out. <laughs> just that, just putting that in there. All right, so my next question is, what do you do in your alone time? What if you don't enjoy reading? And just do stuff. Because if you're going to end up spending all this money to sit in your room and read, then just get a hotel in your hometown or get a hotel somewhere nearby. Because that's probably better. And it saves you money. But I think that's it's one of like my biggest things is to not read. No. Like one of my biggest things is definitely to have an experience. To do something I've never done before. And that is super important when you're traveling by yourself. You got to give yourself an experience. Because there's no one else there to help you with the experience. 
So it's either you give yourself a good experience or you don't. So my next question is, is feeling homesick when traveling normal? I suck at traveling. No, you don't. You don't suck at traveling. You know who you are. Um, do I get homesick? Hmm. <laughs> I, I definitely at some point end up missing my, my family and my friends, but I'm always in communication with them. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things where, where if I'm always texting or, you know, FaceTiming at night, then I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, my family also knows that I love to travel and I want to enjoy my life. And, you know, I'm kind of a little out there and definitely against society norms when it comes to, you know, traveling by myself because what the fuck? And I'm a girl and what is wrong with you? But they know, you know, and when I'm away, I usually, I'll FaceTime my parents in the morning or my mom and then I'll, and I'll talk to them at night, you know, I'll send them pictures of what I'm doing. Like same thing with like my best friend and my goddaughter, like, I'll send them pictures, I'll FaceTime them, let them know, like, you know, I miss you guys, and this is what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm still in communication with them, so I don't really feel homesick, and I always know that I'm going home, and, you know, if there's, like, that tragic, tragic sense when I don't, then I know that they know that I was living my life and I was happy. So, no. I don't get homesick. Not saying that I don't miss my friends or my family. It's just one of those things where I've never been away long enough to be homesick. Maybe, you know, when I leave for like two months, which is going to happen soon, I'll be away for two months, hopefully. I'm crossing my fingers. Um, When I'm away for two months, maybe because, you know, they won't be in my face and... Two months is a long time, but you got to live your life. You know, you got to just keep moving forward. And if you try and hold yourself back for a family or friends or whatever, you're never going to truly be happy. So even if you are feeling homesick, just know that you always have a home to go to. And that should put a smile on your face. So that's my advice for that. Um, my next question, which will probably be my last question, because the other ones are kind of repeats, is what's my biggest advice for solo travel? If you guys don't take anything from this podcast, take away this. That in order for you to travel by yourself, you need to be comfortable with being alone. You have to be. And a lot of people are afraid of, are afraid of being alone. And if you are, then how do you expect to travel? You know, that's a big thing that people ask me. Like, how'd you get comfortable traveling alone? I didn't just wake up one day and just say, hey, I'm going to go travel by myself. Bye. No, I literally take myself on dates all the time. Like I was saying in a previous podcast, you know, going out to movies by yourself helps bring up that confidence. You need to be confident when you're traveling by yourself going out to eat by yourself, 
if you can't go to a restaurant where you live by yourself, how are you going to go to a restaurant in a different state, in a different country and be okay? You're going to end up taking takeout and you're going to sit in a hotel and just be in there. That is not fun. So you kind of have to, you have to build that confidence. You have to be able to eat by yourself. You have to be able to you know, navigate by yourself and just have fun by yourself. You also can't be afraid of strangers. Like, yes, stranger danger is still a thing. Like, you know, people are so shady out here. Um, but if you're, you know, walking around, um, if you're walking near a beach and you want to take a picture, ask someone who's walking by, hey, can you take a picture of me? People are more friendly than people think. And I'm not even like a super outgoing person, but you know, like I was in New Hampshire and I went to take a picture and the guy was like, Hey, do you want me to take a picture? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay, I'll take a picture of you. And then when you're done, like take a picture of me in front of the mountain, like something simple like that. But also like need to have that confidence. That's my biggest thing is you need to have confidence if you're traveling by yourself. If you're not comfortable with going out to eat by yourself or going to the movies by yourself or you're not comfortable being in your own space, then there's absolutely no way in hell you're going to be able to travel by yourself. So that's a challenge. I challenge you guys to do that. You know, take yourself out on a date to go eat by yourself or take yourself to the movies or take yourself to you know, just walk around maybe like a river or a pond or something, or even going hiking alone. You know, if you like nature like that. The first time I went hiking alone was in the White Mountains. And I'll tell you with that service going in and out, it had me stressed. But it also pushed me to a place where I was like, okay, now I'm comfortable with being by myself. You know, especially in the wilderness. That's a whole nother level of being scared. But I did it. And now I love that. So now I go hiking by myself. I feel like people people tend to wait for others. And I know I said this before in this podcast, but people tend to wait for others. And life is just passing you by. It's just moving and moving and moving. So my biggest advice is to be comfortable with yourself and to travel. See the world. Even if you don't want to travel, just... See where you're from. Because every single time I've traveled by myself, I've literally found another part of myself that I absolutely love. You know, I learn what I like, what I don't like, and it's just amazing. There's nothing better than having that self-esteem boost, that confidence boost, that you can do things by yourself and you choose to have other people in your life. It's not the other way around, guys. It's the biggest advice I can give you. It's not the other way around. So that's my biggest tip. Someone else also asked me if I drink alcohol on my trips. I know my limits. I'm not going past my limits because, like I said, me traveling by myself as a woman, I don't even know how to say this, but me traveling by myself as a woman is already kind of like... Like people are already looking at you. So the last thing I want to do is put myself in a situation to get hurt. So I can have like a drink or two 
and be okay. I definitely don't recommend if you're traveling by yourself and you're a woman that you get shit faced because that's just not smart. Like you're traveling, but you still want to be smart. You won't still want to be safe. You know, like there are cruel people in the world. So that's kind of like my take on that. It was just like, I feel like that's a given though. But I also understand why this person asked this because, you know, there are people in the world who really just don't give a shit. But I personally recommend not getting shit-faced. Most of the time on my solo trips, I don't drink. Most of the time I'm sober. And trust me, guys, having a vacation that you actually remember what happened the day before (laughs) is low-key lit. But, yeah, I'm one of those people, like, I'll have, like, a drink... Maybe two if it's good. But other than that, I'll just have, like, water. Um, I'll have juice. No, nothing crazy. Tea. Yeah, so there's that. Like, even when I went to New Hampshire, I went beer tasting. But the beers are, like, super small. So it's nothing that's excessive. So that's all that I have, guys. This is part one of solo travel. Um... So yeah, I told you guys where I was going and I gave you guys some tips. I am going to vlog the whole process. So me like researching, finding things, me packing, um, you know, what I do with my car when I'm away, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. I'm going to vlog all that and probably post it to YouTube. It'll probably be like the first YouTube video of Moon Talks, but I definitely want to vlog my whole trip. I want to bring you guys along for my experience. You know, it's going to be fun. I'm going to have a GoPro underwater. So I'm super excited. I wish you guys could see the huge smile on my face. Um, finally excited to get out there again and experience this beautiful earth that we have. So I hope you guys have an amazing week. And I hope you guys are inspired by, you know, my solo travels. And you end up traveling by yourself as well. And you just get to know yourselves, you know. And you guys can always DM me, ask me questions on anything, you know. If you want to see the actual list of what I'll be doing, I'll show you. I don't care. Maybe you want to, you know, do your own thing too. Like, we can meet up on the island. But that's all I have for you guys. I will see you in two weeks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, all that. I definitely want to make sure that you guys... Turn on your post notifications. That way you know when I post a new episode and you share the page. I'm trying to give you guys free stuff. I need to get to 100 followers. Hopefully by my birthday, we'll get 100 followers. That way I can give you guys away some free stuff. All right, guys.